Hello, this is Jim McGregor from Tirius Research. I'm here with my colleague Kevin Crewell, and we're going to be talking about CES 2018. And since CES is pretty much the kickoff of the year and sets a tone for the year in the electronics industry, this is really a preview of 2018 as a whole as well. So CES is, if you've never been there, a madhouse. It takes up all of Las Vegas. It is a mind-numbing experience filled with every new technology, geek, gadget, and everything else you can name. You can name. But it's really fun to play with some of the new stuff. So, you know, let's talk about the trends, the new devices, and you know what we expect to see at CES in 2018. Kevin, let's kick it off with you. What do you think? What's CES represent, and what are we going to see in 2018? Well, actually, it's, it's going to be interesting because autonomous driving and smart uh, uh, transportation is still a very big thread. It has been uh, for the last few years, and this is one that it continues to gain momentum each and every year. Uh, so we expect to see a lot of uh, information, a lot of uh, talk about autonomous cars because most of the car manufacturers show up at CES now. It's uh, no longer just about consumer TVs and, and PCs and stuff. Uh, the, the whole North Hall of the convention center is mostly automotive, and then uh, a lot of the automotive companies take out tents in front of the convention center to do drive uh, drive arounds and try out uh, their new cars or new technology. A few years ago, BMW brought their i3 car, uh, their all-electric uh, small car, to CES and allowed you to drive it around. It was the first time. I think they had allowed people to do that. So automotive is a big thing. Uh, what's actually sort of losing steam is uh, hearables. Um, a few years ago, two last two years, a lot of uh, wireless earpods were a hot item. But um, aside from the Apple AirPod, and Apple, by the way, does not go to CES uh, very famously, um, we've seen that has uh, a number of companies involved in it has dwindled. A few have actually gone, uh, closed their doors this past year. Uh, there is still going to be a, probably a lot of AR, VR activity, although we're right now in a bit of a trough of disillusionment of uh, VR, um, and everybody's waiting for more AR equipment to take uh, take place and to be more consumer-friendly uh, products. But uh, e- even though I think VR is going through this full period of, uh, of disillusionment, uh, HTC Vive will have a press conference, and they've uh, last year they introduced their and I think they're going to continue to choose new products uh, and you'll see more VR um, designs and uh, uh, products this year as well. But um, so those are uh, key things on the PC side. Um, the always connected PC, uh, which we talked about last week, um, is also going to be, um, I think, front and center in a number of booths. And specifically, we're looking forward to Lenovo maybe uh Revealing their always connected PC at CES uh, to add to the to the uh, uh, the trio of announcements, uh, the trio of companies that are doing always connected PCs, um, and maybe we get some more hands on on the uh, uh, HP and ASUS uh, during some of the private uh, reporter only or reporter and analyst only events called uh, CES Unveiled and Pepcon. Um, those are uh, a couple of events that only the the press and analyst community get to go to. Um, and those are private showings of a lot of, uh, of some of the hot products uh, that are going to be on the show floor. So um, those are kind of my hot takes at the moment. Jim, what are you, what, what are you looking for at uh, CES? You know, I think 2017 kind of represented the 
convergence of a lot of technologies. You know, um, CES started off with Alexa just being everywhere. Uh, even before the show opened, I think there were over a dozen announcements of people using Alexa technology for anything from cars to smoke detectors to you name it. Um, I kind of expect the same thing. I, I think that 2018 is the year of convergence. So I expect to see a lot of these new technologies from, com uh, especially the sensor technologies, computer vision um, and other types of sensing solutions combined with a lot of the machine learning and AI solutions like Alexa, you know, making their way into a lot of these IoT platforms. Um, some of the ones that really intrigued me last year were uh, advancements in remote medical solutions. I think they're really coming of age right now, as well as some other consumer solutions. Obviously, the digital assistant um, has gone pretty much anywhere and everywhere. Uh, not only was it in the smart speakers, First Alert had it in their smoke detectors, Ford announced that they were using Alexa in their cars, you know, on and on and on. Um, that's kind of what I expect to see. I, I don't think that there's any one particular product area that stands out. I think automotive and um, healthcare are kind of the two real areas where this convergence is happening quicker than anything else. But I think we're going to see a lot more mature solutions this year than we've seen over the past years that integrate the service, that integrate the technology, that integrate all these solutions into more user-friendly more user type applications. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm going to spend most of my time probably at the sands just checking out all these new IoT things, anything from uh, uh, 3D printers to drones to you know smart consumer devices to <laughs> electric skateboards to you name it, and all these healthcare solutions. Um, I think that's really where it's going to be. I, I think healthcare, I think we're going to see some great new computing solutions. We won't see many um, new uh, mobile smartphones at uh, CES. I, I believe there's a few companies making announcements, but the vast majority of them are waiting till MWC uh, later in February. Uh, but uh, the uh, rest of the consumer market's going to be there. And for the uninitiated, MWC is Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. Correct. So, yeah. And so, we'll be yeah. there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that's the other mega show that, uh, and that focuses on the uh, mobile communications. And MWC, in fact, I'm sure there'll be some discussions of 5G at CES, but MWC is the real major show that uh, you'll see a lot of coming out of, of discussions about 5G now that the spec has been signed off, and we're starting to see silicon solutions from Qualcomm and Intel's talking about it. And, uh, MediaTek is talking about it. So we're going to start seeing a lot more activity uh, for 5G at Mobile World Congress. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. CES is still uh, a consumer show. I know there's going to be a lot of medical applications. And by the way, the, just a reminder, the drone zone is a whole section of uh, area on drones. And that's actually now in the South Hall. It outgrew the, uh, the West uh, uh, facility. Um, but drones are... Uh, are are a big topic. Uh, I think there's going to be, it's a maturing industry actually at this point in time. Uh, we're, we're seeing more innovation in terms of smaller drones, uh, more autonomous drones that can follow you around. So a lot of that last year, and I think you'll see more of that this year. Drones have become uh, almost a more mainstream solution. Uh, 3D printers, you know, I would, I would say, I think 3D printers have, uh, from a consumer point of view, I think are, are, uh, are, are a non-starter. But there's a lot of industrial applications where they're using 3D printers for printing metals now. You can actually use a, a you know a industrial level 3D printers to 
not just print plastic uh, or resin, but I should also print metal, and that's actually kind of the cutting edge of uh, the 3D printer industry right now. Rather than uh, using, um, uh, you know, techniques where you take a piece of metal, what was it called? Where you take a piece of metal and you carve out the uh, inside of it, or um, now you can do deposition with metals, and that's actually allows for more creative and interesting shapes than you could before. Yeah, these industrial 3D printers are really more than just a printer. They really are five-axis CNC machines, welders, printers, all in one. They're really phenomenal. I, I was impressed with some of the ones we saw last year, and I agree with you. It's, it's really the industrial applications that are now driving that technology. It's, it's amazing what they, are, what they can do and where they're going with it. Yeah, for a while, everybody thought that we'd all have our 3D printer next to our flat uh, paper printer, but uh, that never really quite took off. Not, not that many people were really willing to print stuff at their home. But uh, there's a lot of services where if you want something printed, you know, some some customized, like a custom bobblehead, um, you can do it with a 3D printer relatively uh, easily. And uh, But those are outsourced services. It, it makes more sense to do it as a, as a small business outsourcing uh, for for uh, individuals or for small businesses, other small businesses, uh, rather than uh, owning your own printer. You know, it kind of dawned on me, we, we keep bringing up kind of industrial applications from automotive to 3D printing to everything else, and this is supposed to be the Consumer Electronics Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, and we've already said, you know, hearables are kind of a non-starter. We're kind of in a, a lull with AR, VR, especially for consumers. Um, and we really haven't seen some of these other applications. Oh, let's see, 4K TVs. Okay, we've been there. It's already there. Yeah. Is there really, I, I guess I'm struggling to really think of that consu- that killer consumer application right now that I expect to see at CES. Yeah, no, I, I think right now, this year, 2018, I think is more an evolution step. You're going to see better 4K TVs, um, but not necessarily way better. Uh, you know, there's going to be slight improvements in uh, you know, the color range, um, and uh, maybe we'll see some more OLED TVs, although they have some issues as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm actually looking at this, this CES 2018 is more of an evolution stuff. You talked about like more Alexa around and, and actually Google uh, Home or say Google uh, um, Assistant needs to uh, do a better job of catching up with Alexa. By the way, I, I just kicked off my Alexa in the background and saying, and saying sorry, you can't help me because it doesn't know what I'm asking. <laughs> so, but um, uh, we're going to see a lot more Alexa in, in various uh, devices scattered around your house. It's going to be somewhat ubiquitous control. But it's also connecting those all together. So um, we've had smart home uh, devices for a number of years, but now they've got to be more integrated. And that's, I think, the next step is where do we get to the integration of all the various smart home hubs and devices? Uh, and that's, uh, that's still a work in progress, but uh, I bet you we'll see some of that this year. Actually, I've already received a few emails of people uh, announcing and discussing smart home hubs, you know, solutions that work with any interconnect to technology and any of the uh, voice applica- voice user interfaces. So it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to meeting with a couple of those companies and seeing who's well positioned. I'm, I'm actually rather disappointed that the traditional router vendors, Wi-Fi router vendors, haven't been more prominent in becoming that all-in-one solution. Um, we'll see if this is a year that they finally break out of that mold and realize that they need to be more than just a Wi-Fi vendor. Yeah, I think mean, they, they've been reticent to uh, add the hub function or adding 
you know, uh, Z-Wave or, or Zigbee or Threads to their uh, Wi-Fi hubs. Um, but I think, you know, uh, Google started off doing it with their hub, uh, their Wi-Fi router, and hopefully with some reference designs from the, the key vendors like uh, uh, Qualcomm and Broadcom, uh, we will see more of those. And, and the, the advantage of that is it's more integrated, um, but not everybody uses a, uh, um, a hub or basically a bridge between you know, Wi-Fi and uh, these other uh, mesh protocols like uh, Bluetooth mesh. Uh, those, are, um, those are needed for the smart home and uh, we've still seen it, it's, it's a separate uh, device and, and it, it's still kind of uh, uh, little islands of, um, of locality that don't connect to each other. So this, we, maybe soon we'll see that connect. Well, maybe this year. Uh, I haven't seen anything yet to show that the Wi-Fi router guys are uh, really embracing it, but uh, we'll find out more at, at the uh, at the show. Yeah, like I said, I've seen other vendors I think are stepping up and trying to become that solution instead of the Wi-Fi router guys, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. It's still going to be fun. Uh, like CES uh, will start basically on the 9th, although some of the pre-activity start on the 6th, just to let you know. So we'll be at a lot of those press events from the 6th through the 8th. Uh, then I believe we're going to try to focus our efforts so we're not running back and forth between convention centers. We'll be at the Sands on the 9th and 10th, trying to stay around the South Hall on the uh, 11th and probably around the Central and North Halls on the 12th. So if you're looking for meetings or trying to find us, um, either try to text us, contact us, email us, whatever, or just look for us walking around. We're usually the guys in the purple shirts. Yep. Uh, you can look at, uh, get our contact information at seriousresearch.com. And thank you for joining us. Uh, please look for this and other podcasts on SoundCloud. And we'll try to do a couple more while we're at CES, tell you what's new, what's interesting, and also look for articles from us and some of our media partners. Uh, uh, Forbes, EE Times, ECT News, and the next platform, as well as seeing our own stuff on uh, LinkedIn or other social networking sites. Twitter, I'm Tech Strategist at Twitter, and that's Kevin Crewell at Twitter. And no, it's we'll, just, just Crewell at Twitter. Crewell at Twitter, sorry. Um, yeah. I type in Kevin, and it comes up Crewell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but look for us on the social media networks, look for us online, look for us through our, our web partners and our media partners. and. We'll try to keep you up to date on what's going on at CES. Yep. Uh, hopefully we have some interesting CES uh, news for you next time we do one of these podcasts. Happy holidays from everyone at Tyrius Research. And if you're attending CES, I uh, hope you have safe travels. Yep. Have a good one. <laughs>